0: welcome to cruxcast whether you're in your car at work or at home we hope you enjoy this interview and if you do you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com so please subscribe got early today with James Anderson CEO of Van gold mining TSxB listed silver developer with assets in Mexico and if you want our thoughts and opinions On the conversation today, uh, there are a business plan and indeed the company itself, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club, We can also find detailed company reports. There's commentary from experts from around the world on a variety of companies and commodities. There are training videos on there to help you with your diligence. There are summaries of other interviews that we have done just to save you a little bit of time. Of course, there's a thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, safe uh, environment, free from trolling and abuse. How nice is that? So join them at cruxinvestor.com. Slash club. James, how are you doing, sir? Very good, Matthew, how are you? Fantastic. Happy New Year to you. It's getting a bit late to say that now, isn't
1: it? But uh, I'll say it anyway. I'm not sure what the statute of, statute of limitations is on Happy New Year, so top of the New Year too. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's racist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just my
0: Irish fruits being abused there. Right, James, uh, good to see you. I, we, we spoke back in October. Uh, it's that long ago. It feels long ago. Crikey. First yep. of all, i got to ask, so did you have a good Christmas? Lots of R&R or are you working hard?
1: No, uh, not too much in the way of R&R. Uh, my family and I went up to uh, Whistler, which is a um, ski hill near Vancouver, for a few days. Uh, only 1 day on the mountain because we had just announced a financing for Van so I was spending most of my days gathering money for our company um, within our little fantastic ski, ski chalet. Then
0: the ski chalet, okay, multitasking. Well, look, um, I quite enjoyed our story last time, because it, it was kind of complicated. We kind of we sat and talked about the business plan, strategy for delivering it. You know went back because this is, this is a, a very old former producing uh, mine, and we talked around that. So people should go and look at the link below that conversation. I think it's quite useful in terms sort of setting up what we're about to talk about today, which is some of these press releases that we've seen. So thank you very much for taking our call, first of all. Um, but before we do, let's just start with that obligatory one-minute overview on the business for people new to the story, and then I'll sort of
1: dig into it, okay? Okay, very good. So one minute overview. When we spoke in October, I think we, we focused on our El Tinguico asset. This is a, a past producing Silver and Gold mine in the Guanajuato region in Central Mexico. Um, it was a very high-grade mine in its day. And in fact, the, the company that owned the mine 110 years ago was listed on the New York and Boston Stock Exchanges. Um, in December, what we have announced is our acquisition of a nearby mine and mill that that, uh, previously was owned by Endeavour Silver Corporation. It's a 1500 ton a day mill. And um, in terms of the business plan, whereas in the fall, people would ask quite often, well, where are you planning to ship your your tons of stockpile material from our surface and underground material at Penguico?" Now we have a very definite plan, uh, eight kilometres away is a 1,500 tonne-a-day mill that was operating up until just about 11-months ago, so that's what we will do.
0: Right, okay, fantastic. Um, I think what you've done is kind of slightly demystify because one of the, the conversations we had at the time was about you know, milling, uh, so pr- sending the, um, the material at surface off to mill. You thought you might be able to make a couple of million bucks off of that. There was also a material underground, which you thought you might be able to send off to mill. And, you know, we're talking about 15, 20 million bucks at that point. But obviously, there was a, there was a cost to doing that. Um, has this solved your problems? Well, I think,
1: uh, yeah, um, solved our problems, perhaps. But I guess the way, the way that I would state it is that um, we, we're now in charge of our own destiny. You know, rather than having to, but when, when there's tool milling, when there's custom milling being done, um, it's, it's always a case of, well, the, the mill owner wants to make the lion's share of it. And there's there's ample examples of that in the mining business. Here we're going to be able to have our own mill and and mine the uh, stockpile material certainly, but there's in situ material both at Pinguico and El Cubo that we'll be able to to mine on a go forward basis.
0: Right. So you were more in control than you were. So that was the feeling we got in in terms of being able to control the margin that you'd be allowed to make by the by these mills. So. You better tell us about the terms of the deal. I know there's lots of other things to talk about, but let's stick stick with El Cubo first. So, what have you agreed to buy? What's it going to cost you? How are you going to pay for it? What
1: are the terms? Okay, so the El Cubo mine and mill complex is a 1,500 ton a day mill. There's also about half a million tons of measured, indicated, and inferred material. Most of it's in the inferred category, but some of it's very low hanging fruit and available to the mill almost immediately. Uh, At good grade, it's about 330 grams of silver equivalent, uh, and about 7,000 hectares of ground that is adjacent to and in this 480 year old mine camp. So that's very important as well. As a matter of fact, and we're 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 paying fifteen million U.S. dollars for it. That's seven and a half million U.S. dollars in cash, five million dollars worth of our shares, which will make Endeavor Silver our largest shareholder, and two and a half million dollars in twelve months' time.
0: Okay, got it. So you're roughly about thirty million market cap today. You had between three and four million bucks when we. No, a little bit more. Maybe a little bit more. About four million bucks when we last spoke. You'll have gone through a bit of that. You've just done a private placement for seven point five million bucks. So it's 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 still all a bit tight, isn't it? Because you've got you've got to hand over that seven and a half million straight away. You're going to be left with say three and a half million bucks. Okay, you've got to. Give uh, Endeavour Silver five million bucks worth of your current shares because you haven't really moved since we last spoke to you. Right? They're they're about the same, you know, as as you were. Do you think the market is going to give you credit for doing this still once you get it over the line?
1: Yes, um, absolutely, because I think that we will get a re-rating in the marketplace as Canada and Mexico's next newest silver producing silver and gold producing company. We pro forma we should be able to be putting material through that mill. As early as August of this year, and you know, you, you talk to these junior companies all the time, Matthew. Um, people will brag about you know the the fact that they're only three years, only five years away, on a direct path to being in production. We, we will be putting material through that mill this year.
0: Okay, but nameplate 1,500 uh, tons per day, but you're not going to be starting off at 1,500
1: tons, are you? We're not, and that's one of the strengths of the whole operation. So, I mean, a couple of things about this, and a couple of Sort of high level talking points that we like to use. The last time that this asset changed hands was in 2012. Our friends at Endeavor paid 200 million US dollars for this asset. So we're paying 15 million dollars. We think we're getting an incredible deal for a number of different reasons. It's a 1,500 ton a day operation because Endeavor expanded it at that, at that time. And what they were really looking to do was to try and uh, expand the mine. To be a bigger, more important operation. However, and I say this, you know, with all the respect possible with to our friends at Endeavor, um, but I, I think that they tried to expand El Cubo to the point that it could not work efficiently. Um, you're taking a a very um, normal Central Mexican epithermal system. That's high grade, but it's a metre and a metre and a half wide, most of the vein systems there. So that's great. But if you're trying to mine it at 4 meter stopes so that you can get more material to pass through the mill, maybe that doesn't work very well on an on a economic basis. All that you're really doing is taking more dilution, putting that through the mill. So our plan will be to, number one, not run it at 1500 tonnes a day. But run it at 750 tons a day. Uh, it it will allow us to have all kinds of um, internal, inbuilt redundancies within within the mill, so that it's got three ball mills, for instance. So we'll run the 700 ton a day ball mill. We won't need to run the 500 and the 400 ton a day mill uh, until such time as the big one. Breaks down because that's what things do in a mill, is they break down from time to time, and then we will have little to no downtime as we switch over. So, so that's good. I mean, I'm interested in this, but I want, wouldn't mind spending a bit of time on this one because
0: it's this is the difference between making money and not making money. Because if I look at Endeavor's numbers, okay, in 2018, the ASIC on that was about well, just under nine bucks, right? And, and let's, for the sake of the discussion, Recognize that ASIC. You can you can make the ASIC kind of look like anything you want it to look like. But based on their their formatting, they're just under nine bucks. And then by the in 2019, it was just under 15 bucks. Are you saying that's not necessarily down to the grade of the material that they were finding there, but the way that they were trying to um, over-engineer?
1: The, the solution for processing their work. Yeah, I guess you can you can phrase it in a lot of different ways. Ultimately, if you're taking more dilution and putting it through the mill, then your grade, your, your head grade is going to go lower, right? right. Um, but what does that say for your seven thousand hectares that you've also picked up along the way? Well, I think what it, what it says to me is that there's an enormous amount of material that's left to be that's left to be discovered and eventually put through the mill. El Cubo has been in production on and off for two hundred years. Okay. Um, the, the resource that we're getting is mostly derived from the larger 2-3 or three vein systems that exist at El Cubo, but parts of it are derived from 19 different veins. Okay, it, It's a big complex. It's famous there. They were mining it in the 1700s. People will be mining this for another 150 years at El Cubo. Yeah, but they've got right. to mine it economically. That's what that, this, this I'm trying to get at. What, what, what do you know about well, that? That's my point entirely. I mean, if you if you try and, and do a whole bunch of mechanised mining on a one5 meter wide vein structure, you're going to take a whole bunch of dilution, right, and put it through the mill and that does not work nearly as well economically. Now, again, to be fair to the previous owners. Um, when they shut it down, we still had silver that was $15 or $16. Having silver that's $23 or $24 helps an awful lot in terms of the economics. Um, we're not any smarter than, than anybody else because of that. But, but, all, but, but if you take a 1,500 ton a day operation and shrink it to 750 tons, and moreover, have two mines within eight kilometers of one another, so we're going to be able to move material from Pinguico and Kubo. This operation—that's always a good idea in the mining business.
0: I get it. But look, Endeavour Silver have got their own issues else, elsewhere. Okay, I'm, I'm not necessarily a big big fan of Endeavour Endeavor Silver, but they're still smart guys, and they they put this in care maintenance back in November 2019. Okay, silver was yeah. not what it is today price price wise, right? You're, out, you're in the process, you've just started this discussion with them pre-Christmas and I know you're still in a halt period, it may be difficult to answer some of this, but given what they've seen go on in, with Silver Price in the market, why would they not have another go at this? I mean, they
1: know what they've got, why are they selling well, it to you? Yeah, well, they're they're very smart guys and um, the, the very first conversation that I had uh, with Brad Cook about this, um, he said, James, like that, you know, it, it, it. El Cubo just can't move the needle for us anymore. It's a big company. they got a billion-dollar market cap these days, uh, and a lot of their their other um, assets are are working really, really well. So from their perspective, even if they were to do what we want to do, which is shrink it a little bit, run it um, for more ounces and less tons, uh, I, I think it's unlikely that that's going to move the needle for a company like Endeavor on a... 30 and then pro form a 50 million dollar market cap after we do the financing after we do the acquisition, can that move the needle for Van Yeah, I think it absolutely can. No, I it can't it to can you your,
0: your side imports much much lower I get that but you know for instance, why sell this melty? Why, why not relocate it if they've got bigger and better targets?
1: Well, when was the last time you saw a mill relocated effectively? Effectively, I mean, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, but you know, I mean, you can set, you can sell the stuff for scrap, you know that that's that's an alternative. You, you, they can they can take, um, you know, individual component parts. Does it fit into another mill? No. Sell, selling it to us and becoming our largest shareholder. Um, Brad Cook's a very smart guy and a and a a very good market operator. Uh, he and I agree that they will make more money on our shares than on the cash component of this deal. I hope so for your sake. I hope so.
0: Yeah. Um, should we? Okay. So, so that's that's technically
1: what well, you I'm, seem you you seem unconvinced.
0: Uh, no, it's not get- that I'm unconvinced because I I can't tell the future and I don't know what you're going to do. So yeah, I hope you do do that. But there's a lot lot of lot of moving parts, right? That's all I'm saying. So you you guys got to deliver, like everyone else. You've got to deliver. Okay. Um. So James, like, talk to me about all the moving parts because last time we spoke. Um we talked about what you're gonna be doing at El Puingueco, you talked about the uh Vata Madre, you've got materials at surface, you've got material underground. So I mean what what's the order of play here? Because you've got you've obviously raised a bit of cash recently. You've got the seven point five million bucks as private placement, you've also got a loan facility for the same amount, seven point five million bucks. Um, and you had, you've got obviously some capital um, that you've, you've got uh, left after that, say so three and a half four million bucks, right? So how do you go about reorganizing or prioritizing all of those variables?
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah I think that, that there is a fair bit of um, uh, reprioritizing. Obviously we're rather than looking around for a mill in the area that we can uh, kind of bootstrap the uh, the pinguico. Project and move some material through the mill and get some money for it. We're going to be in the mining business, and we're going to have our own mill that's that's operating. So first and foremost, uh, we have to refurbish that mill. And I, you know, I think I uh, discussed that, um, you know, amply enough. Um, we've got hoses and belts and filters to replace, but all of the component parts are there. Uh, also, all of the tailings facilities are there. And I, I mentioned to a, an investor here this morning say so, you know go out, go out and try to permit and build a new tailings facility anywhere on the planet these days um what's that going to take you Th- 3 years 5 years but you know we we have that built and uh, you know ready for for use so uh, it's going to take several months to be able to um refurbish the mill we have hired Bear Dole Bear that's the um very old and established US engineering consultancy firm um, from the United States. So they were there with us in November, uh, starting all of their am- ample due diligence. They'll be able to have a, a PEA for us um, by the end of this month. So we'll be able to use their engineering along with our own. As you know, uh, our Mexican partners are all mining engineers. So we'll be able to, to use both groups. Uh, to be able to to figure out exactly what we need to do to reestablish the mill,
0: right? But just give me hit me with that priority order and how much money you're going to allocate to it because seven and a half million bucks goes straight off to Endeavor Silver, right? You've got seven and a half million loan, which I assume you're drawing down in, in one go up front. Are you? Yeah. yeah. And what what are the terms on that?
1: So the the terms are after a grace period, which which might be four to six months. We will repay the loan in gold and silver on a monthly basis so the thing that I like about it Matthew is after 18 months we're done it's repaid so in terms of you know the the dilution that we're taking right now to be able to to purchase the uh, to be able to purchase El Kubo, um, to be able to get ourselves on our feet and be able to put m- uh, material through the mill you know how much dilution is is mm, I don't know optimum uh, I think that we'll have a nice balance between um, equity and debt here at the beginning. 18 months later, it's all gone. And, and one thing that I would point out, um, as we start to repay that loan in gold and silver, at no time do we ever need more than one third of our production to be able to repay that on a monthly basis. So we've got we've got ample leeway uh, and liquidity. To move the business forward.
0: Okay, so you're, what you're saying is outside any acquisition or MA activity, you are not going to dilate shareholders anymore going forward.
1: Well, you know, if I had a nickel for every time the, the the CEO of one of these companies said this is the last financing we're ever going to do, uh, you know there, there's other things that we want to do to be able to grow the company. If it is actually accretive to shareholder value, insiders own 25% of this company. Moreover, insiders are putting 25% of the money in on this financing. So we are perfectly aligned with shareholders. In which, in moving the company forward. Which finance so the,
0: the private placement I see it. you're talking about, not the loan. Right. right. Okay. Um so what are the things that can hold this up? Because at the moment you're halted. Uh did that drill rig ever turn up? It's supposed to be arriving today, uh, after a four month delay. We'll we'll see. Okay. So same question, is it, you know, what what are the things that are gonna hold uh you up in terms of drawing that uh capital that loan down and you know, the clock starts ticking at that point?
1: Well, I don't, I don't. know that there's going to be anything um, holding us up uh, in terms of draw- drawing down that that loan. Other things that we have to do, uh, I mentioned. You know, we, we need a uh, a PEA. Will likely develop into a PFS going forward. Um, there are things to buy, and in these days of COVID, you know, sometimes uh, requisition for industrial. Material gets delayed, so you know, are we three months, four months? But we're we're giving ourselves all the way to August to be able to refurbish a mill that was operating just thirteen months ago. So I I think we've got ample time, and I think you know all of our timelines are realistic.
0: Right, and it's a binding agreement. There's no turning back.
1: You guys are committed. Well, we're committed. with within the body of the binding agreement um uh, we, we need to establish with them a definitive agreement the the lawyers are working on that and I was reviewing that agreement on the weekend um you know we're, we they want to sell it we want to buy it this isn't something that we just cooked up in the first week of December we've been talking with our friends at endeavor for 6 months about this
0: okay so back to that priority question priority is El Cubo then Pingueco El Pingueco yeah um, and then stockpiles. That's the order of play. You think?
1: Well, I, I no, I don't think that I would phrase it like that because I mean, there's no point having a mill if you don't have material to put through it. There's no point having having material to put through it if you don't have a mill. So we're going into the mining business. we, we will be uh, actively refurbishing the mill while we are. Preparing now the surface material at Penguico it doesn't need very much in the way of preparation. We proved that last June when we put a thousand tons of material through Endeavor's other mill. So we know what the recoveries are going to be. We know what the average grade is. You know when when you when you do a thousand ton bulk sample from a hundred seventy five thousand ton resource, um, you know you 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 gain a lot of knowledge. But we're also going to have to be spending some money and developing other. in situ material, both at Pinguico and El Cubo. The exact timing of that and the exact um, uh, timing uh, sequence se- sequencing of it that will be established over the the weeks and months ahead. Okay. And it's ever Silver, get how many board positions? None. None. Wow, that's good. Well negotiated. The um, part of the um, agreement is a twelve month lockup on their shares um, as well as a a voting trust for two years um, i I don't like to speak for endeavor, but I, I think that they recognize how far we've moved this project along and just just pinguico over the last nine months. I think that they recognize our Ability to be able to run El Cubo; otherwise, they wouldn't have sold it to us. And I think they're very happy to be supportive shareholders on a go-forward basis. Twelve months is that's pretty good for
0: a lockup. That's really good news. I mean, it's better an overhang in twelve months time, depending on what's going on, depending on, you know what their needs are. But that's that's better than better than average. Um, what's the what's the vote uh, the the voting component you talked about there?
1: Uh, Endeavor agrees to to um, essentially. And the the legal is a little bit different than this, but essentially, they they agreed to vote with management uh, for a twenty four for a twenty um, four month period. Okay, excellent. Also good.
0: Okay, well done. Um, can I just talk about the, the drill, which may or may not arrive today? What are your plans for that? Because obviously, you know, that's all the blue the, sky. Yeah,
1: all all of the ancillary work that's necessary to 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 begin with, all of the sampling that we did in October and November all of the, the channel sampling uh, along the, the, both the number set, the number four at level and um, uh, on either side of the Pinguico shaft um, so we have all of that data all of it modeled in a computer model um, but but nuts and bolts on the ground uh, we have um, uh, replaced all of the electrical transformers going into the mine. We have uh, cleaned and chiseled away galleries at the end of the two crosscuts where we will be drilling initially. So that's all done, all prepared, all ready to go. Also, we've, we've I mean, it sounds like a small thing, but um, we, we reworked some of the older buildings uh, just as you go into level four uh, to use as a, um, a core shack for storage and, and to uh, review the core as it, directly as it comes out of the mine.
0: Okay, Why is the Exchange taking their time with this halt.
1: I mean, it seems to be going. Well, I around. don't know that they're taking their time so much with it. It's they 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 deem it to be quote a fundamental acquisition by their rules. Okay, um, since they made that determination on about the twentieth of December, there weren't too many folks at home at the exchange to actually do anything in terms of the review that they feel is necessary. Um, so we've gotten them all of the material. We think that that's necessary. They'll review it, um, and opine about that. And then I, I think, I think that the shares will trade within the next week or ten days.
0: Okay, okay. So, and then that's a fairly you're saying that's a fairly standard time given the number of working days
1: available to them. I, I think so. I mean, we, we're I don't have to tell you, Matthew. I mean, we're doing a lot of different things. So you know, just I, I, we're a small shop. You know our ability to simply to be able to provide them with everything that they need um, to review the the project. But I mean, El Cubo is relatively easy to review. There's a 2017 43101 that Endeavor produced that's in the public domain. They've got years of production data, Um, so uh, their ability to review this I think should be fairly quick.
0: Okay, and. how the Dorados and all of this, your relationship with them, was this part of what they wanted to see?
1: Were you well, they're ecstatic. well, they're ecstatic. I mean uh, having and hernan her will likely end up with a you know a, a larger role in driving the whole thing forward. Um, and having um, I mean with 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 all candor, most of the Canadian and American and Australian companies that work in Mexico. At the end of the day, it's a Canadian American or or an Australian that runs the show down there. That will not be the case with Van Gogh. We will have a chief operating officer that's Mexican and drive the growth of the company in Mexico from Mexico.
0: Right. Okay. And can you just remind me on the El Pingueco Royalty Purchase Agreement, where where we go. Pinguico, pingueco, pinguico, potato, 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 potato. Hey, that's racist.
1: Um, I'm Irish. I can say that. I, I know that's right. <laughs> oh, so you can say it, but no one else can. I see how this works. We've come full circle. Pinguico. If I haven't told you, hmm. the pinguico is a bush. Hmm. It's a uh, can be it can be small, but it can get up to it may be about your size, hmm. and it has a little berry on it's it, and. So throughout Central Mexico, people will pick the berries and make jam out of. So that's what a pinguico and sometimes pinguica is. Right. It, usually it's a berry, so usually pinguica. Um, where were we going with that? Well, we were going to talk about uh, royalty purchase agreements, but yeah, but we can
0: talk about baking if you want. It's, I, I'm good. I'm good.
1: Me is it is, there,
0: is there a nice cake? is a nice uh, cake that you you can make with it? These berries. Um, well, the jam's nice. I, I suspect that okay. you could make a pie out of it if uh, yeah, if you like. That's good news. We'll uh, put recipes below in the description. Yeah.
1: Well, you know these, these mining these mining deals are all about the ingredients that we put into it, Thank right? Yeah, you, uh, you know we're 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 putting in all of the right ingredients to make a right. nice pie. That's good. It. I, I see what you The pie the pie, the, the pie will be small enough, but there'll be lots of different pieces for everybody.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Should we we talk about royalties though as well? Sure. Let's go for it. So, where are you with that uh, the royalty purchase agreement?
1: Is that well? We um, we gave the Dorados a uh, an initial payment in November. Hmm. We'll have another payment for them in March, and then in March and March again in the next two subsequent years, and then. All of those complex royalties at Pinguico will go away, and it's a it is a win win. It's absolutely a win win now for Van Gold shareholders, uh, of which the Dorados have through that repurchase agreement become larger Van Gold shareholders, which is is extremely important. And when when I was um, discussing this with Hernan and Gerardo months ago, this is the type of thing that I was envisioning. Where we don't want our Mexican partners strictly interested in Pinguico, we want them interested in the entire growth of the company, and that's that's what we've managed to do.
0: Okay, so Luke, um, and you have got to manage money this year until uh, midway through Q3. You so you are talking, you say, August. I say August September, you get into production and you can start the process of generating cash, and you think that that's you set right. Um, are you good between now and then you got enough cash yes okay
1: you know I mean we've we, we've got uh, uh, having hernan and Gerardo um, as mining engineers and embedded in the company they've always given me and us um, at, at head office um, excellent costing of all of this um, the uh, the thousand ton bulk sample yeah it's a small operation but we're able to derive a whole bunch of Data from that, um, so we've got a very detailed internal cash flow model. Obviously, you know we're going to want and, for regulatory purposes, need a third-party engineering document to support that. Uh, but Bear is constructing that for us right now.
0: Okay, and you know it's like when you're running a small business, money comes into the organization, put, put their hands out, asking for more money. So how are you managing? Your remuneration of
1: all the people involved? Um, well, I think, I think the, the, the best way to manage that really uh, is, is, again, Mexicans dealing with Mexicans. Um, there's nothing worse than sending a Nord Americano to negotiate with someone from Latin America. Um, having Hernan her and Gerardo able to, from a business standpoint, be able to walk in. And say no, no, no. We're not paying you that. That's not the going rate. That's very, that's very helpful, very powerful for our company. That's good. That, that's good in terms
0: of existing people. Uh, you're going to obviously have to employ more people as well as you go go along.
1: Well, well, okay. Um, I mean, first of all, au contraire, it's, v- it's much me much easier for me to negotiate with existing people that they they know that I'm not a horrible human being. Um, But new people, to have those guys negotiate and help to negotiate new contracts its vital. Uh, To your other point though, we've already hired and and, um, your your viewers will probably be able to look back and see some of the news releases that we put out, um, uh, hiring several people who have not only Guanajuato experience but direct El Cubo experience. The other person who we, um, that uh, I don't know whether it'll make a news release, but someone that we've just hired is the old ex um, human resources, <clears throat> head of human resources at El Cubo. That person is going to be able to allow us to contact and hire, we think, a whole bunch of people who worked there before and would like their jobs back. So that's, that's going to be very helpful for us.
0: Hopefully not the people who made the decision to increase the ASIC.
1: I, I don't think that those were decisions made at Alcoa.
0: Okay, that's good news then. Right, have <laughs> to ask, James. Um, great. Well, things are things are really motoring along. I hope this uh, halt comes off soon. You know, people getting back, getting feet back under the table uh, at the exchange. That would help. Uh, hope the drill does arrive today. Do let us know. Send me a note. I'll, I'll uh, make sure people know.
1: That could be well, I think that would put you in a uh, in a position of being a uh, having inside information. So, uh, I'll tell you what, I'll do. I'll uh, wait till we put out a news release and uh, direct that to your email address. Oh, You're such a stickler for this these these uh, these conditions. Don't, don't yeah, worry about it. Some of me. these it's rules are
0: important. Oh, wow, well, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> well, like I'm like I appreciate you kind of um, coming back on and giving some update. Looks looks like say things are heading the right way. Got to keep delivering on it. I mean, August September is when you're sort of charging. You're charging violently towards, which is great news. You've got your finance in place, which is also good news. Um, stay in touch. Let us know how you get on. Okay.
1: Okay. Very good. Well, well, we'll be back in a few months with uh, an update. You know, obviously, there's there's lots of things going on. Uh, to your point, lots of moving parts. So uh, we'll be able to give you an update and uh, give your viewers and listeners um, an update on on how we've advanced. Beautiful. Okay. Thanks, James. Speak to you soon. Okay. My pleasure. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so
1: please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.